This is Marketing Jam, a podcast featuring the brightest minds in Canadian marketing. Marketing Jam is brought to you by Cyber Impact, the email marketing platform made specifically for Canadian small businesses. Go to cyberimpact.com forward slash jelly, create a free account, and start sending Castle-compliant promotional emails in just a few clicks. Hi there. Welcome to Marketing Jam. I'm your host, Darian Kovacs. The following interview is part of a series of interviews recorded at the Canadian Internet Marketing Conference in beautiful Squamish, BC, where we had the chance to talk to some of the leaders in digital marketing and technology from Canada and around the world. Hope you enjoy the conversation. Hey, welcome back to Marketing Jam. Shahid Devji here, sitting in for Darian Kovacs, and I'm happy to be joined by Oscar yes. from Interact. Hey guys. Uh, why don't you first tell me a little bit about what you do uh, for Interact and sort of how you got to, to the point you are today. Absolutely. So I'm at the AVP at the Mobile Products and Platform Division at Interact. And so my group is responsible for delivering soup to nuts, strategy all the way to execution and ops, mobile payments platform. So digital payments capabilities, Interact debit on Apple Pay, Google Pay, Samsung Pay, bank rent and wallets. That's all my team. And so how I really came to uh, Interact, I've been here for uh, probably a year and a half now, and so I've got a big background in payments generally, so financial services. I've worked for banks, did strategy there, fintech. Um, prior to that, worked for a, another big organization working with banks directly to deliver payments capabilities. So it, it's been uh, an interesting journey as I traverse through um, all the different um, areas within the supply chain or value chain in payments. So in your bio it says you're responsible for, for the word blockchain is in there as yeah, well. Oh, I forgot about that, and, yeah. And, um, <laughs> that is such a, a hot topic these days. <laughs> yeah. First of all, for me, who, uh, you know, I think I understand it, but there's probably a lot of people like me who think they understand it but don't yeah. quite. What is blockchain technology? Yeah, so blockchain, it, it's very interesting. There's a lot of misinformation on the internet, period, right? And so I guess the, the way I would describe blockchain is I would make an analogy to the internet. If you think about the internet as a network, and the ability to exchange information, right? That's the internet. A blockchain is actually on network and the ability to exchange value or assets. And actually the key fundamental difference is when you exchange information on the internet, you're actually not like exchanging it. You're actually making duplicates of information. So when you send an email with an attachment, you've got one attachment in your outbox and the other person has the other copy of that attachment in your inbox. When you do it with blockchain, effectively what happens is that attachment actually disappears from your outbox, if you will, and appears in your inbox. And so you only have one true asset across the chain. And there's a bunch of other things like security, the ability to track that asset as it moves through the life cycle, and so on and so forth that blockchain really enables. Yeah. So why is security the main reason why it's, I think, mostly associated with, with Finances, is that fair to say? Yeah, and it's actually security, definitely, um, but also the ability to actually like digitize asset transfer. And not just money, any type of value. And any type of value could mean money, obviously. It could mean things like mortgages and deeds, uh, but it also could mean what's important to you. So like a picture vault, right, of your family. It could also be that. Right? And the idea that you can actually transfer that across the chain, right? and that's fully traceable, and it's, and it's real time, and technically it only moves one way and it's irrevocable. Right? So no chargeback, it's a good funds principle model, and, and all that stuff. So it, it's very important. And the idea that like, anybody can participate, right? very, very powerful if you think about the network effect. 
So how does that relate to sort of what you're doing at Interact? So what I'm doing is like my core day-to-day, -day, if you will, is all about making sure we have digital payments capability. So, you know, making sure from an Apple Pay, Google Pay, Samsung Pay, um, and even um, bank-branded wallets that we offer those solutions at point of sale and also offer the ability for those solutions to scale for m-commerce, mobile commerce, right? My side job, um, you know, 20% above my 100% is all about blockchain and really thinking about the strategy and executing in a lean fashion on that strategy uh, to think about how does blockchain potentially change Interact, the organization? How does it change payments, financial services, and actually how does it change cross industry, right? So we, we are partnered with um, Electra, which is a utility provider based out of Ontario, and IBM to actually think about, hey, Interact's one very valuable network, um, Electra has a very valuable network in the energy space. How can you actually combine the two and use blockchain to transfer assets and value across the two industries? So, Interact, correct me if I'm wrong, it's always been about mobile, right? Like it's, you know, taking a bank and then making it mobile and taking, you know, transfers and making it even more handy is, how, how much further can it go in terms of making, you know, Fi yeah. financial transactions easier for a yeah. consumer like me. Mobile has definitely been a, a key component of our strategy and our execution over the last couple decades, right? Yeah. Um, it's, it's the evolution of um, the internet moving into mobile and just people using that device as it's being their main um, vehicle for communication and transferring. So definitely, and we're seeing consumers migrate for sure. Um, one, one big piece for us is also making sure our network is maintained and has ubiquity or you know, great scale, if I can call that. So whether it's your Interact debit card, whether it's your mobile payment, or whether it's e-transfer, any channel, if you will, needs to be supported, that's what we're looking at. The next evolution for us, and how we're thinking about it, is this whole notion of the API economy, right? And so how do we do that, like in a bank-sponsored model? So the, the ability to provide easy, real-time access to money, right, and maybe even account, you know, details, um, and how do we evolve that on behalf of the banks? Because at the end of the day, um, you know, we're, our shareholders are our banks and being able to help be that central innovation point is absolutely critical. And then we think about things like not only access to money, but also access to your account, which could mean actually digital ID opportunities. Right, yeah, which I feel like is such an untapped market, right? Totally. If, if, if you want to get rid of the wallet in general, the last thing you need to get rid of is, is the ID. You got it, you got it, yeah. that's it. Okay. So where does cryptocurrency play in this? Like, is that sort of an overblown thing? And it's related yeah. to blockchain, but um, yeah. is it, are we talking about it too much? Yeah, I definitely, it's overblown. I'm kind of glad, I'm not glad, because I'm you know, somewhat invested in cryptocurrency too, like yeah. of like the lull that we've been facing, uh, or the valley in cryptocurrency. But when we actually think about cryptocurrency, and I'm talking about public cryptocurrency, and it, ha it is very different from actual blockchain work. Cryptocurrency right now, you know, most people would call it a speculative asset, right? It's not yet like something like a stock, and people just gamble, for lack of a better word, on that, right? To do, and sure, there'll be some cryptocurrencies that have legs and longevity to it, and by all means, great for that, because ultimately those are cash replacement opportunities, right? Excellent. Um, but the real power actually is the technology that powers cryptocurrency, like so true blockchain or distributed ledger technology, right? Things like Hyperledger and even Ethereum to some extent. Um, that's where the real potential is, right? It, in, in that network that is the blockchain and actually what could happen because of that network, right? So oftentimes, and we, we, we opened this with, with this conversation, oftentimes a lot of folks are focused on like technology, but 
from an interact strategy perspective, we're focused less on the technology, less on like, is it crypto, is it blockchain, how does it work? And we're more focused on how do we generate like the Netflix of blockchain? Yeah. Which is very important because like that is more visionary for us. I was just talking to Swish, yeah. uh, Go Swami, and he talked about customer validation. Right? Yes. I mean, that, that at the end of the day, exactly it. you need buy-in and yep. um, so I'm thinking about data and, and I'm thinking about, you know, financial data, so yep. to speak. You know, for me, the, the social data out there on Facebook, and totally. uh, I, I, you know, I approach it with the sense that whatever I put out there, yeah. somebody else knows about yeah. it and has it forever. Yeah. Not everybody approaches that way, but the conversations that we're having these yeah. days with, with privacy and, yeah. and data being lost and, and being given to people who shouldn't totally. have had it, yeah. probably brings up some new concerns yeah. uh, about sharing information. Agreed. And, and then when we talk about your finances. Have we just built a few more barriers to getting to the point that where we want to be, yeah. where you know we're getting rid of the wallet and yeah. have digital IDs? Like the, the, the conversation and the, I guess the perspective really needs to come a long way, right, before we Agreed. get there. Yeah, and I, that, that's great because right now we're really good at protecting money yeah. because we actually feel the loss when we lose that money, right? And so the idea is actually, I think you know some of. You know, not that I ever liked breaches, and I never liked the last few years that I call breach of Palooza. Um, but like, I, I think we're all now really perking up the idea that there is actual real loss when that data is leaked or stolen, right? And so the conversation need, really needs to center around how do we protect that as much as we protect our money, right? So when when it's gone from our account, like how, if the data is gone, and how do we retract that? How do we protect ourselves? So very interesting conversations, I think, off of the back of these last few breaches. Um, where we actually think about how do you, and you know, our tagline Interact is own your world, right? So how do we empower customers to actually better own finances, but then taking that to the digital ID scape, own their ID, own their data, and be able to say, I give you access, maybe for a short time period, and then I revoke access. And I know every single instance that it exists, and I can just take that away right away when I don't want it to exist there. Do you think the flip side exists though, where people are becoming less and less okay with, with giving out that financial data and protecting their money even more because of these breaches? Yeah, there, there's a little bit of, yeah, absolutely. There's kind of that, that, that reaction where like, I don't want to give anything so I'm going to close up. But I, I think in this day and age with all of these platforms that you saw was spoken about this morning, like, I think that's going to be hard. Right? I, I think we just have to create a mechanism to be able to make sure people can better protect their, their finances and their data. Because they need to ultimately access these platforms. Because otherwise, like, I mean, what's the point of the internet? What's the point of connections and networks, right? Yeah. Okay, so you were speaking on how to compete in an evolving yes. digital landscape here at CIMC. Yes. Just tell me a little bit about what you mean there and maybe a couple of the, the key takeaways. Yeah, and so, you know, I, I'm a product guy. And so when we think about um, the digital landscape, we typically tend to gravitate towards technologies, right? So things like, you know, mobile and things like, um, AI and blockchain and, and so on and so forth. And so the, the essence of the conversation today was, hey, you know what? Let's actually take a step back and not think about technologies. Let's think about generically, how do you create an approach? What approach have we been doing to actually deal with any type of disruptive technology? Right? And so we, we, we use the phrase today around a new normal, a new normal generating a new consumer behavior, whether it's impacted by the internet, impacted by mobile, impacted by AI, data, whatever it may be that there's this new normal because the consumers are always evolving and um, consuming or their, their behaviors are changing. Um, and so we came up, we, we actually you know, live by these kind of three principles where in order to um, deal with that new normal on a day-to-day, week-to-week basis, and obviously you know, months and years, 
Um, it really is grounded on three things. Trust, right, which we talked about at length. Um, customer first experiences, so customer centricity, how do you design for your consumer? And then the third one is all about people, culture. And, and how much importance do you think on sort of collaboration, cross-platform compatibility? Because I mean, you talk about the banks being your shareholders, uh, and I think that's one of the, the reasons why you know, Interact has been become yes. so ubiquitous is because yeah. you know, anybody can yeah. do it, right? When, when you're talking to businesses and the evolving digital yeah. landscape, do you recommend that they're, you know, they close the doors, they tighten the, the belts, or they, they collaborate more to become more success, su successful in that yeah. digital landscape? Generally, I would say definitely collaborate on the things that are table stakes, right? So when we think about the banks, like collaborating on making sure that there's a way like e-transfer to move money across the bank so that's not like all these proprietary systems, absolutely. And then what do you compete on? You compete on the actual core competencies that you offer, right? Whether it be the actual lending products or whether it be the deposit accounts or whether it be customer experience. Like you actually compete on those pieces, right? But the 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 you have to be able to create a network so that there is ubiquity and scale. Like Canada's not crazy fragmented and there's not crazy opportunities like in the US where you have 300 over 300 million people and lots of regions to compete in. Canada, we've got this opportunity in the small market to be able to move the needle and really lead innovation, if you will, globally through that network effect that we can create. So you said you're a product guy, so the last couple questions here, I want to sort of talk about marketing, because it's a marketing show. Yes. Um, but, so, so, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, and I'm probably wrong, but Interact, are there many competitors, are there any competitors to Interact in this country, in Canada? Or are you, do you kind of have a monopoly on, on what you do? Yeah, monopoly. <laughs> yeah. I would probably say like, if you look at us as a, a payments network, yeah. um, natural um, tendency is to say, hey, you know, you've got the credit networks out there that naturally compete, right? But if you think about debit, we're, we're pretty much it, yeah. right? Um, and you know, there's a bunch of regulations in play to make sure that we're in check, but lately we've restructured to be able to really generate new innovations on behalf of consumers, because at the end of the day, lots of disruption is happening, and we've exactly. got to be able to have all that, um, that um, ability and, and you know, less constraints to be able to actually think about, hey, 10 years down the road, how do we, proper, how do, we do we properly do R&D and invest to make sure that consumers are ready for that next wave of you know, the fourth industrial revolution? Yeah. So very, very important. So where does marketing you know, fit, sit and fit for you guys? Is it more important than ever now because there are those disruptive yeah, totally. potential competitors yeah. coming in the door now? Yeah, I mean, as much as I say as a product guy, like, I would say marketing is just as important as product, if, if not potentially even more important, right? Like we've got a product marketing arm, we've got a marketing arm, and it's all about being able to be harmonized, right? Just because your product is good economically, whether it's for the consumer, whether it's for whoever you're serving your client, um, it doesn't mean it's gonna be great, right? Generally, or adopted, right? You need marketing to help you that. Just because the marketing message is good, it doesn't mean the product's great, right? Just because your legal team has signed up, it doesn't mean the other two are great. Right, so it's I, the idea that all of these departments have to be in massive harmony with one another, right? And none of them can falter, right? Because it'll just mean the product as a whole, your organization as a whole will falter, right? And so it's all of those being in unison so that the organization, thus the product, are successful. Here at CIMC, one of the big topics of conversation is, is the storytelling in the story. So I guess maybe to finish, what is Interact's story today? What's the message that you're trying to get out to, to consumers so that they, you know, they can be ready uh, for when change happens and that, you know, I guess they turn to Interact, right? Yeah. yeah so, uh, you know, uh, we, we are that leading global, uh, leading domestic brand. And so the, the real story is, you know, 
it's all about how we build trust with the consumers, right? And in a variety of different products. We've seen over, the, over three decades now since Interact was born that whether it's Interact debit, point of sale, uh, your debit card itself, or mobile payments, or e-transfer, like we're the engine to be able to have, give the ability for consumers to access their monies and their accounts in a very secure way. We actually have, you know, world-leading low fraud rates, right? Because we're kind of, we think about the consumer, and think about data security and, and um, making sure information gets kept private, right? And so, you know, I think one of the key takeaways is we continue to be down that path. Uh, we continue to really put data um, and security uh, front and center for us and make sure that we also augment that with innovation so that, you know, in the next wave of e-commerce or mobile commerce or bank-sponsored open access, like we're there front and center to enable the next generation of experiences. And you see that in, in the blog online, all that thought leadership is surrounding yeah. fraud and fraud prevention that you guys are doing. Yeah, and in March was a fraud prevention month, so yeah. big, big deal for us. Even though you know we're, we're world leading on low fraud rates, uh, it's not zero. So it's always a strive, constant strive to stay ahead of that arms race uh, and be able to make sure that you know we can get as close to zero as possible, but also innovate at the same time. Uh, and it's always a balancing strike, right? Because you got innovation, which could test the boundaries of security, but you know security is always paramount for us. Interesting times yeah. to say the least. Absolutely. Right? Anything else Exciting. you want to add before we finish? Uh, no, this is a great conference. So I thank you for having me. Um, it's it's been awesome. Um, I think from our perspective. Um, we really look forward to being able to generate those new innovations, uh, drive forward you know, things like mobile payments adoptions, greater e-transfer usage. We've got a bunch of stuff in the hopper in terms of new functionalities. We've got our first API that's going to be rolled out shortly to, to businesses for e-transfer, and we're really looking forward to it. And you can really keep um, tabs on what we're doing through Developer Center. So that's developer.interact.ca. We have a bunch of, as you mentioned, blogs, vlogs, uh, and you know, a bunch of stuff, access to APIs, our assets, infographics that um, please, by all means, you know, we invite all those to sign up and register and be able to uh, access that information. My favorite was a YouTube video about security questions and you know, one of the partners in the conversation not being able to answer security questions that were related to her relationship, yeah, which yeah. is really funny. So yeah. We'll put that link below. Sure. Thanks again Thank for joining you. us. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to Marketing Jam. If you enjoyed the show, head over to our YouTube or Facebook and give us a thumbs up and visit iTunes to leave a rating and review. Thanks again and see you next time. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.